0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Common Man Betts podcast. I'm Bender Betts. Uh, we've got John Latt here and we got old Sammy with us. Lance Slotts is MIA. Is that the best way to describe that?
1: Might join later.
0: Might M- join later. M-
1: yeah, MGL. MJL.
0: MJL. All right. All right. Well, big weekend last weekend. How did everyone do?
1: I pretty much broke even out of all my picks. I think uh, we'll get into the actual picks later, but um, just an overall recap, just kind of bummed on how the game ended. Uh, could have shaped up to be a really awesome Super Bowl. I think I think it was a good Super Bowl up until the last two minutes, but um I think that call at the end of the game is a call that you can probably call on almost every single play on almost every single player but it just happened to be that one which kind of just sucked overall but i mean the chiefs deserve it they killed it in the second half
2: yeah i i hated the end of that it was just it just took all the air out of the tire like i don't know there was just no pizzazz to the end they threw that flag and it just kind of everyone you know,
0: was on the wall it just, it just
2: like i don't, i just was sitting there staring at the tv like Come on, man! Like that's that's not how it's supposed to end. Like that's not supposed. To, that's not how the game's supposed to end. I'm supposed to see a game-winning drive. I just, I don't know. I just wanted the Eagles to have a shot there at the end, and they they obviously didn't get it. Uh, it's unfortunate, but the Chiefs won, and uh, the boys made some good picks. Other than Johnny Boy, Johnny Boy lost <laughs> on Bird's money line or Bird's minus two.
0: And so, with that call, though, here's so that call could have gone either way, right? No call or, um, or what happened. But I think the that one, what was it? The the fumble that got called back as a incomplete pass. Mm-hmm. I think that oh, could have gone either way. Devontae
2: Smith.
1: No, he's no. talking about the one where uh, someone got leveled. I forget who it was.
0: I can't even remember.
1: I don't know. I but think it was the- basically
0: caught. He turned, got hit, and ball came out.
1: Well, there was just a lot of – Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that there, I didn't agree with. Like, for example, the Vontae Smith catch was a catch because he, got, he had possession, two feet in bounds, and then his knee hit the ground and went out of bounds. Then his elbow hit, which caused the ball to come loose or – you know, his knee had already touched the ground out of bounds after he had two feet, then lost the ball, and then they said it wasn't a catch. And then Dallas Goddard later in the game caught it, pinned it off his helmet, readjusted, it, and somehow maintained both feet in. And I would I felt like that was less of a catch than Devontae Smith's. And yeah. it was kind of it kind of sucked because I mean, I was right before halftime. The Eagles could have potentially scored a touchdown, but they ended up settling for a field goal.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, and they
1: were very inconsistent they were they played they they played a good game of letting the boys play and then just the calls that they didn't make they were like do they really know what's kind of going on with the rule book
0: yeah it was definitely inconsistent there towards the end
2: what is a catch what is what is a catch have we answered that question no I don't think I don't think we have no one knows what a catch is. Nobody. And I'm with you, Benzer. The one – now that I remember what you were talking about. I don't. Was it Miles Sanders that made the catch? It might like Miles two, Sanders. Took two steps. Yeah. I don't it, even know. I think he, he took like he, he caught the ball, turned around to move upfield, and then fumbled. I thought yeah. it was a fumble. I thought yeah, it he, was two. He, he got hit. Was it Miles Sanders? Is that who it was? Yeah, it, I was think a it was. Back. It was either
1: Miles Sanders or Gainwell or somebody. Yeah. Either um, way, but yeah, I I just I, I don't know what a catches and like if you look at the I keep on thinking back on the holding penalty and I just I have flashbacks of when the Rams were playing the Saints in the playoffs and the Rams guy just absolutely leveled the Saints player out of bounds. Mm -hmm. and the ball hadn't even been, you know, reached him yet, and they didn't even throw, like, a pass interference. And the guy was, like, looking, like, he knew he committed, you know, pass interference, that he was just going to try to save a touchdown, and then they didn't call it. And then they threw a flag when you could review pass interference, and they still said no. So, like, you know, granted that was, like, two or three years ago, but still, like, I just – nobody knows how to, you know, what really is, like, a penalty or not, it seems like.
0: Yeah, it's – it so should, shouldn't
1: be an issue
2: in 2023.
1: It shouldn't be an issue, especially on the biggest stage.
2: Yeah, but it will be. Yeah. It but, just sucks that the referees have that big of a say in the game. Like, yeah, I don't – I mean, it's – what else are you going to do, though? I mean yeah, – it's, it's one of those things, too, is that um,
1: it's one of those sports where the referee has a – one of the probably the largest impacts other than basketball, you know. Granted, balls and strikes can go you know yeah. either way. But but I think balls and strikes you can justify it better than you know Yeah and like, you
0: have you have three strikes or four correct. you know you have opportunities to make up for some of that. Correct. Um, um have you guys seen the um there's oh, I got two things. One first thing with going kind of going along that line, baseball does there's a Twitter, I can't remember, I think it's like umpire scoreport scorecards or something like that, but this Twitter like follows each umpire through different games to like give them a scorecard on how they did, how like how many pitches they got right, how many they got wrong, how consistent they were and it gives like um like a rating for how skewed they were to a certain team. Really? Yeah,
2: it's super interesting. That's very interesting. Well, that would be great to incorporate. I mean,
0: yeah, and having they someone could do that somehow.
2: Well. Yeah. I don't the, know um, how the logistics would work because it's a little easier with baseball, I feel like, with the balls and strike calls and, and that stuff. Yeah. But there's a little um, more gray area in football, I feel like. I should have
0: saved this for Twitter news at the end. But did you guys also see the uh, Juju Smith? Yes, yes. That,
2: I was gonna bring that up.
0: How do how do we feel about
2: that, dude? He's a clown for that. It just sucks. Juju's a clown for posting that. It was the picture of uh, AJ, right? That's what you're talking about. No, yeah. it was no, it was, it
0: was the- a picture of Bradbury. the cornerback. Yeah,
2: that er, not him. AJ? The, yeah, the guy who held him.
1: Yeah. And then so AJ. The, Valent- Brown, the
2: Valentine's card, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That. It, it's dumb because he posted that and then AJ Brown like went back and said something like, you don't have to do this, blah, 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 you know, and called him TikTok boy. And then Juju got mad and then and then acted like, you know, people were coming after him, like, you know, like AJ had just, you know, said something to like piss him off. Like he was the one, you know, that was in trouble.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can't come back at him like, like the way he did. I don't know. I just thought it was a cl- It was very clownish of, of Juju to, to say that. And I kind of liked him before that. But after that, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Benzer, what do you think? I, How, I thought fear? it,
0: I mean, it's funny to show like your friends, but also I probably wouldn't share it on <laughs> Twitter
2: as a player as a, of a team yeah. that that and it's a yep. controversial call call as it is you know like yep. it's not like it was like definitely a hold and and that was the call that needed to be made it was controversial and you're just rubbing dirt wound at that at that point yeah I think it's, I just it's it's disrespectful and did you see all the the post interviews with the Eagles players all saying like yeah it's not one play that ends the game and and they were all, that like, okay no with problem. the call, pretty much. Like, none of them were complaining about it. Yeah. And then he goes and does that. I just don't think that's – yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's pretty classless. Awesome. But, I mean, it is from him, I feel like we kind of anticipated it. I, I guess it doesn't surprise me that he yeah. was doing that. TikTok For a guy, boy.
1: <laughs> the guy that only, you know, averaged – or not averaged, but – you know, had seventy-eight receptions for nine hundred and thirty-three yards and 12, 12 yards per reception on average, and only three touchdowns on the year. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he can really be saying that. He was, yeah, he was really. It, it was it he? If Travis Kelsey was not, if Travis Kelsey was out for the year, I don't think they have the same type of year. No, no, and, no! And that, absolutely, and, 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 he opens
2: up their entire offense. He correct. is their entire offense.
1: Him and Patrick Mahomes are their entire offense. Without, Without you take Patrick Mahomes off the team, you know the team's going to be just like insanely worse. And, the, and the, the same thing happens if you take Travis Kelsey off the field. You take Juju off the field, nothing changes.
2: No, yeah. I mean, look at the Steelers. Have they really missed him that much? Obviously, no. we lost Ben, but. I don't see it. I don't think we're missing Juju at all on the Steelers roster, like whatsoever. He's a he's an average player. He's a very average player.
0: And I imagine if he's doing doing this type of stuff, he's probably not the healthiest person to have around a locker room. Just kind of mm-hmm. reading between the lines. Did,
1: uh, did everybody see everyone's favorite uh, Melvin Gordon in his post game interview? <laughs> no, no. So,
2: He's so my Melvin, favorite fantasy
1: guy. That's my guy right there. So Melvin Gordon was on the practice squad for the Chiefs, and they and obviously he won a Super Bowl because he was on the practice squad. And they asked him, you know, uh, you know, like, how do you feel about winning the Super Bowl? You know, and all this, all your work that you put into. It? And he goes, he goes, man, I got carried. He goes, I didn't, did. <laughs> <shit." laughs> like that's the type of guy you're. Like, okay, that guy knows his role. You know, yeah, but like someone like yep. Juju will be like, yeah, I did it all, you know, you know, I was the one that you know, you know, had the mismatch and created that opportunity for that flag to be threatened. Like no, yeah. So I don't know, that, that guy's terrible. You. But my only here's getting back into betting. I'm mad at myself that I didn't bet it because I usually I always do, and that's bet on an octopus. And there, was mm-hmm. a, and there was an octopus on Sunday.
2: Sure was. What was the
0: octopus?
1: An so octopus is that when a player scores a touchdown and then scores the ensuing two-point conversion, Jalen Hurts scored oh. the rushing, third rushing touchdown, then ran in
0: the, the two-point conversion, creating the octopus. I thought it was like in one of the commercials there was just an octopus.
1: <laughs> but it, it's very, very rare and it was like the first time it's happened since like I'd probably get this wrong, but like in the seventies I think it happened or something like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, a, that's crazy. I had a buddy forever. that actually bet it and he was freaking out when it happened. He was yeah. losing it. Because it was what like, about the, like, uh... like it was like
1: plus like five thousand.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think you put five bucks on it and you end up winning like Two hundred or something like that. That might not be right, but he made a That's lot of crazy. money.
0: What about the uh, the doink there in the first drive, or was it the second one?
2: The, the doink, yeah. The uh, did any of you guys bet the doink? I didn't bet the doink.
1: You did? I did, did not. I did did not. not. Uh, but yeah. my lock, my lock did hit, which was I te- the boys texted me and said, uh, you know, give me your best lock. Sammy said, you know, I want everyone's best lock. You know, let's hear him. And I said that. There would be a two
2: point conversion attempted with plus odds. Yep, that was John's lock. Um, Mr. Um, Evans' lock happened to be Marquez Valdez Scantling over 35 and a half yards. And I'm pretty sure he cursed him because I don't think he had a reception in the game. I was (laughs) just saying, did did he even play? I don't think, did he? Yeah, I don't know. He didn't have a reception. I know that.
0: He played. Um, I think he was close to having a reception, and then like it was one of those he caught it and then went out of bounds or something like that. I'm pretty like, sure. Uh, I
2: think Lance uh, may have cursed him.
0: Well, what about? Okay, we haven't talked about this yet.
2: The Lance curse.
0: Wait. Yeah. Finish. Finish these, Sammy, and then I've got. I've got a little thing.
2: No, I mean that. That was it. It was that, that was John's lock. That was Lance's lock. Was the Marquez Valdez thing. And then, yeah, I think that was it. Because they were the only two that answered me.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to just point this out there. When I said I don't think the first person, I don't think the person who's leading at half is going to lead for the end of the game, I would like to call that one. um, Yeah. That was my shot from the rafters. Um, You nailed that one. No. Jarek McKinnon. Can we talk oh. about that oh. just absolute heartbreak? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mr. McKinnon. Mr. McKinnon is is the lifeblood of the common man bet crew. We all bet and, on him to score in any time touchdown. All of, I'm almost positive every single person. Yep, did. I did. I did. And I I'm sure you guys watch the game if you're tuning in and listening. That slide at the very end of the game that set up the game winning field goal. Just ripped my heart right out of my chest.
0: But, I mean, it does show he is one for the common man.
2: He is a common man.
0: He is a common man. Only the common man puts his knee down for the good of the team.
2: That's true. He could have told his kids and and grandkids that he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. But you know what? He took the knee.
1: Well, it was funny because a couple drives before that, um, he had caught like a pass out of the backfield – and he took him down to the one and he got hit out of bounds well
0: oh yeah he
1: did and I like jumped up and I was like no and then I was like okay we'll just run it in and then he's like shaking his head and he's going back to the huddle like man I should have got in right there you know that was my chance and then they take him out for Pacheco and then Pacheco gets it. and I was like you just gotta be kidding me like that sucks that's a heartbreaker and then seeing him go down at the one yard line and knowing that I was a yard away from, you know, being probably like
0: twice, years. twice.
1: Yeah. just You're a it, yard
0: away twice.
1: It hurt. Oh, it just, it, it hurt. But, you know, as, as a common man once said, you know, a common man will always put the
2: graders of others before themselves. That's true. And that's why we love Jarek. We always back Jarek McKinnon until the day he retires. Honestly, Jarrett's I might boy.
1: get I might get a Jared jersey
2: just for that. Can I, you
0: do a Vikings uh, one, please?
1: A Jared McKinnon Vikings jersey?
0: Yeah. Why? I don't know it, because I like the Vikings.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll get Who it. Has he played for. I think just the 49ers and the um
2: and the Chiefs.
0: He was a Vikings guy, I think. But,
2: was he a Vikings guy? Denz was talking about this last episode, I think, that he was Yeah, a he Viking. was drafted by Minnesota. But I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that. I remember College. just I remember yeah. Niners.
1: Yeah. McKinnon. Because he was in the Super Bowl for, for the Niners too when they played. Yeah, the he Chiefs. played
0: 14, 15, 16, 17 with the Vikings. There and Who was he behind? 18, Dalvin? 19,
2: 20. He was No, Dalvin wasn't there until no, like 18. he was behind
0: um, um what's his name?
2: AP, yeah, I think. AP was still there in twenty. Oh, uh, maybe hold on. Yeah,
1: he yeah, was towards he, the end of his career. Yeah, he was getting towards the end of his career because you got to yeah. think. He, I think AP broke the, or came close to breaking the record in what twenty
2: twelve. We need oh, yeah. to figure this out, Jamie. Jamie, hey.
0: No, it was kind of during that time. It was it was more two thousand fourteen. Hold on. I gotta look at the, like, hey, the All right, while well, you look right?
1: it up, um, me and Sammy will talk a little bracketology. What do you think about the Mountaineers at this standpoint? You know, um, oh, we got we got roughly I think five games left. We go home on Saturday to a Texas Tech team that's beaten both, um, Texas and I believe Kansas State at home, and they're starting to catch a little fire, starting to win some Big Twelve basketball games. to to turn around and have Oklahoma state on Monday and then fly out to the following weekend to Kansas, then Iowa state and then come back home at Kansas state. What are your predictions
2: for these last five games? I'm, I'm very worried about these last five games, John. And I think for us to make the tournament, I think we win two more games. I think we, we make the tournament right now. I think we going so, to win. So you think, said we have we have Texas Tech in Morgantown Saturday, right? And then following up with Oklahoma State on Monday at home. Okay. You got to win both of those. I I think we I think we can pull off the Texas Tech. I'm worried about that one. But the Oki State game I think we definitely win cuz Oki State plays somewhere in Texas on Saturday and then has to travel clear to Morgantown. That is a tough to play one. again. And we're we're back to back home games, yeah. That, so if that, we can that, sneak out awesome. the the if we can sneak out the win against the the Raiders, I think we can definitely pull off the Okie State game. I think we easily win that one. But the Saturday game is going to be tough. I don't think we go and uh, we have Kansas again, don't we? We have, and then we go Kansas on
1: Saturday on on the road the, that following after Oklahoma State, and then we turn around and
2: play Iowa State on the road that Monday. So a, a big flip there. I'm afraid if we don't get it done this Saturday and Monday, I'm afraid that we might not get it done. If we, the only other thing that could happen, if we win one game Saturday or Sunday, and then maybe another game in the Big Twelve tournament, we could have a chance to sneak in. But I think I think we gotta we grab we gotta grab them by the balls this weekend, and we gotta win Saturday. And Monday. It's just there must-win games. That's Here, all there is to it. Here's what I think we need. I think we need two double-digit wins
1: against Oklahoma State and Texas Tech on Saturday and Monday. You know, Texas Tech's going to be coming off high off a big win off Texas this week. Um, after last night, I think we need to throttle them. I think we just need to just – put up as many points as we can. Bob Huggins has not been one of those guys that run up the points. I think he needs to run up the points. I think these next two games are going to be crucial because Oklahoma State is kind of bordering the same way we are. On Monday, they'll play Texas – or sorry, not Texas. They'll play TCU on that Saturday, like you said, at TCU, who's you know, like who are desperately, desperately needing wins with not having – um what's his name – Boy or not Boykins, Ken Spiles, Mike Jr., whatever his name is, not having yeah. him, they've been losing. So they're gonna need a must win against Oklahoma State. So that's gonna be a dog fight. And then we need to come punch him in the mouth on that Monday. And yeah. then I think I think WV loses both on the road against Iowa State and Kansas. And then I think somehow, some way we need to beat Kansas State at home at the if we beat Kansas, if we win three, if we win their our last three home games. And win one game in the Big Twelve tournament, I
2: think we're in. I think that that's just good. I
1: think think
2: that would eat that will easily get us in. Like I said, I think if we win two of the three home games left and then win a tournament game, that gets us in. I think that's a you're asking a lot of us to do that too. Well, you said that's five wins almost, John. That's a lot of wins. Four wins, three of them being at home, where you should win at home. Yeah, you should. I just don't I think we lose at least one game at home. That's just the Mountaineer way. Like we're gonna lose one of those. I hate to say I think it.
0: if you win, you gotta win four games. I think. Whether that's two here or two, you know. I think overall you gotta get four wins.
1: Right now we're a bubble team. Right now. After losing after losing two straight the way we did. Right now, Joe Lenardi has us right now at a um let me find it here. I think we were at a ten seed
2: we're on the bubble. Well, it also depends. Yep. Say we did lose one of those home games. If it's like a barn burner and we lose by like a point or two, like at the end of a game, that obviously means more than us yeah, getting bad. And if there's away games. on the road, too. If those away games, yeah, if those away games are close games and we're not getting destroyed, that's going to look good, too. But we can't go like we did Texas last Saturday and lose by, we lost by, what, 34, I think, last Saturday. It was I, – I don't want to talk about it. It was a lot. It was something I, like that. I'm pretty sure we lost by 34. Yeah. They they put up 94 points on us. There's,
1: that was yeah. the final. I don't and, know what we scored. but and, and, and here's the crappy situation about it. If W just wins at least one of those games between our five-game slide between Kansas State to Oklahoma, we win one of those games – it's a totally we're we're not even in on the bubble with with oh, just, yeah. just one of those wins. We're in the tournament. Doesn't matter how the season ends. I mean, see, people I forget. See...
0: We or go, ahead, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead, Benzer.
0: I could see WV getting the eleven seed and making a run.
1: Well, the, here's the thing: eleven seeds. There's only four of them, and that's yeah. you're playing. You got to be a playing game.
0: Yep, and I think, and every year. One 11 seed always goes to the Sweet 16.
2: I think the Mountaineers could be a, a decent tournament team. They could make some noise. They got those players like and Eric Stevenson is the guy that can go carry a team in the tournament for a few games. Not that I love the guy, but I mean he can he can turn it on. They can be dangerous, but I mean that's a lot of what ifs. We have to make the tournament first before we can start talking yeah. like that. I just I just want myself and
1: Simon, Sam, Sammy here that. Us to be on the ground reporters in Vegas for March Madness, <laughs> wearing our WVU gear, sharing our
2: little hearts out. That's all. Yes, like. yes. Common man listeners, you heard that correct? Me and John Latt will be in Dirty Vegas, Sin City, Free. for the first week of March Madness, just being are they, degenerates.
0: Are they having um, that's, that's all there games there?
2: It. No, it's
1: so it's I the next so. it's, it's next weekend.
0: Oh damn!
2: Yeah, it's the Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight that they're having there. I mean, that's, that's there's fun. nowhere else you'd rather be on the first week of March Madness than Las Vegas. No. Than me and John will be there, and we didn't even plan the trip together. We're with two different parties down there Hoops on the ground, but we'll definitely link up. We'll definitely play some wagers, um, get some bet slips out to you guys. But I'm I'm really excited for that. That's going to be soon. That's coming soon. Under a month That'll now. Be fun. Yep. Uh, under a
1: month. We're, we're a month away. We're excited. I fly out in exactly one month. I'm counting down the days. Yeah, that's gonna be a All blast. Right. So we only have a little bit here left. So I'm gonna give you guys some golf picks. <clears throat> Janice open this weekend. I, oh. Huh. Well, let me get water.
0: Genesis. Janice is open.
1: Janice open. <laughs> <laughs> here are my picks on winning. I right, even give you three picks. Do what you must with them. Xander Shafle plus 1,600. He's been playing really good golf. Jason Day, plus 4,500. And Tom Kim, plus 4,500. And then also Ricky to be top top 10, plus 500. That's it. Those are my picks. And also Purdue minus
2: two at Maryland tomorrow. Lock it up. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, I can Wait. add to the Genesis Open. I got one guy. Well, I'll say this. Tiger – We'll bet Tiger to make the cut. We'll do that. They got a little boost on DraftKings if you're interested. Just because, I mean, it's Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. My one guy, I will say, I would say maybe bet on him to finish top 40. He's been kind of hot lately. Bo Hostler. Ooh. John, oh. what do you think? I like it. I like it. Bo Hostler and his caddy, Big Wave Dave. I've been following them a little bit on uh, The Brilliantly Dumb Show with Robbie Berger. Okay. I really like I really like what they got going on with the, the Hostler party. So um, I'm going to be riding him to finish top 40 on DraftKings. Not sure what the odds are there, but um, that's it. That's my only pick for that.
1: Here, here's the best part about your Tiger pick that I absolutely love. DraftKings will probably try to scream um, and try to jinx him, but it's his own tournament. The guy's going to make make the cut at his own tournament. I mean, he has to, right? He must. Yeah, it was. He it must. was written.
0: It is it, written. He must.
1: He's but gonna all,
2: win
0: it.
1: But also, I have a bone to pick with DraftKings. Um, they did a super boost before the Super Bowl. As our time is about to expire, of uh, Boston's got to be over ten
2: yards. He finished with eight. That's yeah, hard. I that I took that. That was a bad beat. <laughs> but we got Jalen Hurts to score um, a rushing touchdown. Was one um, they gave us, and then the Patrick Mahomes one was plus two
1: or was like throw for two twenty five and two touchdowns. did he? That dude didn't even crack two hundred.
0: I don't think.
2: Yeah, yeah. Patty Mahomes just didn't. He didn't. He wasn't himself. But they got the job done.
0: All done you though. need. All right. Well, that's all the time we got for today. Thanks for joining in.